Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, 800-941-SHAWN, if you want to be a part of the program this Friday. All right, what a busy week it's been. It's been insane, actually. Uh, The week of the indictment that never happened and likely won't happen now. Or if it does happen, probably won't go anywhere. Uh, then, of course, you got the great alliance between China and Russia and Iran and the Saudis. And now they're bringing Syria in. You know, you can't make this stuff up. The week that the Fed raised rates again. And, of course, we're bailing out millionaires and billionaires out of Silicon Valley Bank. What a great week it's been. Anyway, joining us to do our week in review, we have Carol Roth. Uh, former recovering investment banker, uh, the great Mark Simone, the host of the morning show on our flagship in New York, WORAM 710, Joe Concha, Fox News contributor, author of Come On Man, uh, a bestseller. Uh, welcome all of you to the program. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey. All right. Mark Simone, I'm going to start with you because Mark Simone is Mr. New York, just so everybody knows. If there's an event in New York, the few that I've ever been to, Mark is always there. Mark MCs more events than any other person I know. It's amazing. Mark will never leave New York. It doesn't matter how much money they confiscate from him. He's still going to stay in New York. You stand by that, right? I spend hundreds of thousands a year just on coat checks. Coat checks. <laughs> I believe that, too. All right. So last weekend, if you would have asked me, Hannity, what are the odds that uh, Alvin Bragg is going to indict Donald Trump? Uh, I was in the high 90s at that point. Then as the week began to unfold, I dropped down. I think my first drop was to 72 and dropping fast. Uh, then by maybe Wednesday or Thursday, well, I think Wednesday was 50-50. You know, now I'm down to the, the 10% area. And if he does it, it's only out of pride, not out of a belief that he could actually win the case. Uh, what did you think of what what was unfolding all week? Because to me, it was fascinating. Well, uh, this guy is uh, one of these left-wing, woke, George Soros-funded DAs, and he never puts anybody in jail. He just lets them all go. 
So I think the problem is he has no experience actually prosecuting anybody. He's not used to actually going to a courtroom with a case. So now, but no, he actually has a track record. He's uh, he is he fails forty nine percent of the time when he tries a felony case. Forty nine percent. That's pretty bad. That's really bad. And listen, uh, Michael Cohen, nice guy in real life, but definitely Fredo Corleone. Anybody would put him on the witness stand. It's got to be crazy. And uh, I, nobody could figure out this charge. Alan Dershowitz said in his 50 years in the legal business, this is the single weakest case he's ever seen in his life. It's got no shot. Uh, Bragg is he's a persecutor, not a prosecutor. And if you're a good Democrat, there is such a thing out there. I don't know how you sit still for this, this Stalinist show trial this is not what you're okay you say if you're a good democrat fair enough that's a great statement um now my my only point is where are where are, where's one democrat that has spoken out saying this is stupid except for van jones and dershowitz and that's it that's about it i mean you know the whole democratic party they sit back and watch it and by the way, what goes around comes around. Uh, mark my words, uh, I don't think when Joe Biden leaves office uh, that his family should expect much different treatment. Um, anyway, Carol, what's your take? Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, this is a, something that wasn't really on my March Madness bracket, but uh, probably should have been. I kind of feel like they're trying to make uh, Trump a martyr here as a way to lift his profile vis-a-vis DeSantis. You know, they're letting him fundraise off of this. Um, you know, they're they're kind of using this as a way to kind of pit the two between each other. So I wonder if there's, you know, some other nefarious purpose in creating more division in the Republican Party, uh, given the fact that they, they don't really seem like they believe they can win the case. What do you think, Joe Concha? I'll give you the media perspective. I just find it utterly hilarious, guys, that MSNBC, CNN, all these other networks not named Fox put Michael Cohen on the air as if he's the next Michael Avenatti, because he is, and hold him up as a beacon of truth. This is what the entire case is laying on right now, is Michael Cohen. uh, 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 Well, wait a minute. You do know, Joe Concha, that Michael Avenatti was tweeting from jail on this case. You are aware of that, correct? Of course he is. He's a narcissist. I'm the guy he's, he's, this is what he warned. He said there are many critical facts and pieces of evidence, texts, emails relating to the hush money scandal that have yet to see the light of the day. He said, and they will unfortunately be very damaging to the prosecution if Trump stands trial. At this point, you simply can't build a case on the testimony of Cohn and Daniels. Wow. Okay. Well, good for him. I mean, this guy was presidential material at one point. (laughs) (laughs) I think Humpty Dumpty was going to be his campaign manager. (laughs) Here's the two big things that I think happened this week, Mark Simone. One, I don't know if you saw the interview I had with Bob Costello. Now, he went before the grand jury on Monday. We interviewed him the next day and or Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, these days all run together. And what he said that Michael Cohn's a serial liar. And then he went into great specificity and detail that Michael Cohn was, was even suicidal. And he asked Michael again and again and again, do you have anything on Trump? And he kept saying, no, I have nothing on Donald Trump, nothing whatsoever on Donald Trump. Uh, and then went on a rant about how under no circumstances ever will I go to jail. And he said I, it was clear to him his interpretation that Michael's saying, I'll lie, cheat, steal, do whatever I have to do. 
uh, to get it, keep myself out of jail. And then Michael Cohn's attorney's lawyer, uh, his attorney wrote the letter from February 8th of 2018 that was as exculpatory for Trump and the Trump organization and the Trump campaign as anything I've ever seen. Well, listen, Michael Cohen, he's a goofy sort of a guy. He looks like Fredo Corleone. As anybody can see, your interview with Costello, he's a very serious, impressive guy, beautifully spoken guy, top lawyer. So the jury obviously believed him, not Cohen. Uh, that letter, that exculpatory letter, legally had to be produced and handed to the defense. And if there's ever a real investigation, I don't expect one. And they start going through all the communications, emails of Alvin Breck, and they find out he had that letter and didn't turn it over. He could be facing criminal charges. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why. But Michael Cohen should be facing some perjury charges. But it would be too embarrassing for Breck to bring those charges. So it probably never happened. Yeah, Carol, what's your take? It's, it, this is not the only legal issue that Donald Trump is facing. You got Fulton County, Georgia, the phone call, Raffsenberger. Uh, you got a special counsel now looking into two issues, January 6th and the classified document issue at Mar-a-Lago. Do you see any of these cases going anywhere? I mean, it seems to me, and, and obviously, Sean, I, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I don't even play one on TV or on the radio. But it seems to me that none of these are really going anywhere. But what they are is a really good distraction from the thing that I do know about, which is the financial situation of the country. So whether it's record inflation or a banking crisis um, or all of these things that are going on that are really affecting the lives of Americans, distracting people, you know, getting the, the left to, to be distracted and to cheer on, oh, maybe Trump's going to go to jail, completely moves their attention from these very serious issues that could you know, potentially change the financial world order and, and the U.S.'s lead as the, you know, as the global center of the world. It's a very easy and convenient thing for them to continue with this distraction campaign. Yeah. What do you think, Joe Concha? Do you think Donald Trump has any legal, serious legal issues in any of these cases? I think Alvin Bragg did the other cases no favors, right? That if Alvin Bragg fails here or doesn't bring an indictment, suddenly everybody's going to roll their eyes if then he's indicted for something else. It'll just look like they're picking and choosing something that'll stick, right? But to Carol's point, this is a huge distraction from what is a huge bombshell for Joe Biden that that was revealed this week by James Comer, right? And and uh, you heard about three members of the Biden family receiving more than one million dollars in payments, and it's not like this is like a typical Trump story. Oh, sources close to the president, or he said, she said type of thing. There are actual bank receipts showing Hunter Biden getting more than a half a million dollars in one case, James Biden, the president's brother, getting more than three hundred sixty thousand dollars, and then Halle. Biden, who's a high school guidance counselor in Delaware, she got tens of thousands of dollars from a Chinese energy company. And oh, there's 80,000 that went to an unknown Biden. I wonder who that could be. And no one is talking about this on all the networks I mentioned, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC. They're only talking about Trump. And there's a reason for that, because this is damaging to the president. And he knows it. And eventually, when more bank receipts come and the Trump story fades away, maybe finally we'll see some in media actually do their jobs. And well, bottom of this, but we won't see it happen, of course, Sean, because that's how it's been over the last six years. All right. Our Friday roundup continues more with Joe Concha and Mark Simone and Carol Roth on the other side then your calls 800-941-SEAN our number if you want to be a part of the program 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we continue our Friday roundup. Uh, Mark Simone, Joe Concha, Carol Roth are with us. So everyone got all wigged out because Donald Trump said protest, protest, protest. Uh, we went back in time, a Hannity montage, media, Democrats downplaying the 2020 riots. Uh, let me play it for you. People do what they do. This is a mostly a protest. Uh, it is not, uh, it is not generally speaking, unruly. But fires have been started. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. And unfortunately, there's plenty to go around. They're not gonna stop. And, and everyone beware. Because they're not gonna stop. It is gonna, they're not gonna stop before election day in November. And they're not gonna stop after election day. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I don't know. We could have the summer of love. We have been covering these various peaceful protests. Destroying property which can be replaced is not violent. Our country was started because this is how the Boston Tea Party rioting. So don't do not get it twisted and think that, oh, this is some something that has not never happened before. And then this is so terrible. And where are we and these savages and all of that? This is how this country was started. I can't. With folks that are saying we need to stop this unrest, we need to stop violence, as though charging someone a thousand dollars a month for insulin that they need to survive isn't violent. That's Pelosi. That's Kamala Harris. That's AOC. That's Don Lemon. Uh, Carol Roth. Uh, now all of a sudden, uh, Donald Trump, you know, goes on Truth Social and puts out the word protest, and it, you, you think the world is falling apart. 
Yeah, you never want to play any sort of game with somebody on the left because they like to change the rules depending on their perception of whether they are winning or losing. That is their ultimate playbook. There is no consistency. It's rooted in hypocrisy, and whatever works for them at that particular time, that is the rule of the game. And then as soon as it it doesn't work, then they have shifted it and changed it. We've seen this time and again. Yeah, your take, you're a media genius, Joe Contra. <laughs> All I know is there is plenty of election deniers after the 2016 election, starting with Hillary Clinton, the person who lost, or Stacey Abrams when she lost her elections, uh, and they were put on magazine covers and hailed as speaking truth to power. And then, of course, after 2020, uh, all of that changed. And as far as those riots are concerned, I mean, it looked like the ending scene in Die Hard at Nakatomi Plaza with burnings just uh, engulfed in flames behind guys like Ali Velshi saying, oh, well, you know, there are fires starting, but this is mostly peaceful. And it's just the picture shows the lie in real time. And it will never forget what happened during that summer of 2020. Media actually egging on riots with the likes of Don Lemon uh, saying that this is how this country was founded, utterly and totally reckless. And it's great to see that CNN can't even draw 400,000 people to watch their network. Now, think about 400,000. That means an average of 8,000 people per state are watching that network <laughs> sorry i shouldn't laugh mark, mark sabone i know you love the media you're friends with all these media people i i hear you hang out with these media people is that true yeah and they I, half of them don't believe one word they say when they get on the other they like, you know uh, the words death and destruction why would anybody say it? i heard jonathan carl say that's what protests could cause i heard jake tapper say it this week there's nothing donald trump's ever said that they haven't said to you know, and if you ask Trump, why do you say these things about Alvin Bragg? Why would you talk? He, and he said, it's a great point. He goes, you got to strip away their veneer of respectability. They don't deserve it. You know, everybody thinks this is some great respected prosecutor. This is the most dirty tricks, evil guy in the world, this Alvin Bragg. And it's a great line. Strip away their veneer of respectability. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, I hope you all have a great weekend. I think if I had to predict the person that's going to get in the most trouble this weekend, I'm going with Mark Simone. Linda, who are you going with? Oh gosh, it's all. I I think me and Carol could tear it up, actually. Oh really? Tear it up more so. than Mark Simone? I mean, Carol's pretty fierce. I'm not going to lie, and I'm very partial to Mark. We've been in a few galas together the last couple of weeks. Oh my! Have you really been to galas together? What? what yeah, that's when Mark walks past. How come me I never get like invited to a? That's when Mark what? When he walks past me and pretends like he doesn't know me because I. Oh, I heard good. about that I guess moment, I Mark. In real life, Mark, what was that, dude? That, you big to, big fail there, buddy. No, you, you you wouldn't recognize Linda. All dressed up, looking like a Vogue magazine. Oh, you, you all right? Now you're digging a bigger <laughs> hole. Just just keep like, digging. In real life, she looks so bad. <laughs> yeah, and the, you look this way in real life, but when you get dressed <laughs> up, man, you look great. You look all right he, he, when you take a shower. It's impressive. <laughs> Good for you. You you want to back off that, Mark, or you want to stick with it? No, Linda's beautiful, but you see her at work. She's like got a rake and uh, overalls. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm not getting involved in this one. Get away from me. Oh, hysterical. (laughs) All right. Thank you all. Carol, thank you. Mark, thank you. Joe Concha, thank you. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. Happy Friday. You know, when I find a great deal, I like to share it with you, my friends, my audience. And I'm telling you, I love this company, Henry Repeating Arms. As a matter of fact, they've got over 200 models, rifles you can choose from. 
And you can't make a mistake on any one of them. And I own a number of them, so I'm speaking from experience. One that I really love is called the H001. It's a classic lever action 22. It shoots smooth. It looks great. It's very affordable. Three to four hundred bucks. Uh, every Henry made in America or not made at all. Every Henry has a lifetime guarantee. They have sold more than a million because it's such an amazing uh, and versatile firearm, uh, a rifle. And you're going to love it. You can use it for small game hunting, pest control. Maybe you want to plink away at targets or cans in the backyard if you're allowed in your town or your, where you live. Uh, the Henry H001 comes with an adjustable rear sight, a groove receiver ready for your scope. It holds 15 rounds of 22 long, up to 21 rounds of 22 short, and features an incredible, great-looking American walnut stock. You're going to love it. You can check it out. Go online, henryusa.com slash H001. That's henryusa.com backslash H001. Make sure you get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you are. HenryUSA.com slash H001. Uh, interesting things that we really have not had enough time to talk about. Uh, President Xi and, of course, the, the meeting with Vladimir, his buddy, uh, meeting proof of Biden's leadership, according to John Kirby. That's <coughs> a joke. But other things going on, you have China now brokering the deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. And then you have China brokering a deal between Saudi Arabia and Syria. And I keep talking about a new axis of evil that is emerging right before your very eyes. And nobody seems to be paying attention to it. And that is Russia and China. China being our number one geopolitical foe. Russia number two, uh, along with Iran which every report seems to indicate they are very close to having a nuclear arsenal. Uh, then add Saudi Arabia has now partnered with them, as has North Korea. So you've got this new axis of evil all filling a void uh, left by Joe Biden, who's absolutely positively useless. And don't think it was an accident that the Chinese spy balloon, you know, flew over Alaskan airspace and down the West Coast to Canada, into Idaho, all the way across to Montana, flying over our our silo ICBM missile sites uh, down to Kansas and Missouri, over to Kentucky, out to the Carolinas. Then we'll shoot it down because we don't want to shoot it. We didn't want to shoot it down over land. Then they fire and shoot down three other unidentified objects over people, over land, uh, and yet we don't know what they were. And they likely shot down a $100 balloon from a balloon club using a $400,000 Sidewinder missile. Nothing happens, no consequences. And I know a lot is being made over the fact that the United States responded uh, to the killing of one American in Syria. Okay, that's great. Where's the response to China? What is? What are the consequences for China? And then, of course, Vladimir Putin... And his, you know, hostile regime taking down one of our, you know, what, $14 million drones. What are the consequences for Vladimir? Apparently nothing. All tests for Joe Biden, all tests that he failed. Anyway, John Kirby, if you listen to him, he thinks the Putin chief meeting was proof of Biden's leadership. This is this is madness. And he thinks the Iran deal is not our agenda. Listen to this. But I think one thing you need to consider as you consider this visit to Moscow by President Xi uh, is that it's also a manifestation of how much 
China and Russia know that American leadership on the world stage is back and how much they recognize that our network of alliances and partnerships is stronger than any network they might have. These are two countries with not a lot of friends um, and that those and that network is getting stronger and more influential around the world. Look at NATO, for instance, how how much more uh, relevant and viable NATO is. And now it's going to grow by another two nations. Uh, all that's a manifestation of the leadership of this administration uh, and, the, and the proof that American leadership on the world stage is, in fact, increasing. A great question, Jen. Uh, right now, the Iran deal is really not uh, on our agenda. We are much more focused on trying to hold the regime accountable for the way they're treating their people uh, and for the way they're supporting uh, uh, Putin in Ukraine, sending drones to kill uh, innocent uh, Ukrainians. Uh, and of course, uh, we're also focused, as I said earlier, on the larger spate of destabilizing activities of Iran in the region, including their support uh, for these militant groups. Then you've got the, the Nor NORAD commander... Uh, out there saying he doesn't know when Biden was first made aware of the Chinese spy balloon. How about before it went over Alaska airspace? That would have been the appropriate answer. You first learned about this on January 28 of this year. Is that correct? Senator, I, I learned about it on January 27th. We first detected it by radar, my sensors, on January 28th in the vicinity of St. Matthews Island, Alaska. Okay, and that's United States territory, right? That's correct. Sir. And you notified your chain of command on that day, January 28th, right? I uh, had a conversation on the evening of the 27th with uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff about my plan to intercept and identify and make an assessment, which we did on the 28th of January. And you sent that notification to Secretary of Defense Austin, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, via classified email, correct? I sent it to uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and to Secretary Austin's military assistant. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that the military assistant passed it to the secretary. Okay. And you um, still are not certain at what point President Biden or Secretary Austin were made aware of the balloon. Is that right? I, I do not know when the okay. president was made aware. Uh, anyway, uh, joining us on the program, I wanted to invite her on because she's written a terrific uh, book. Uh, it's the it's called the Syndicate Spy, uh, a Juliet Arroway novel. She spent nine years as a targeting officer within the CIA's uh, within the CIA and their counterterrorism center, uh, both at Langley and on assignments in the Middle East and abroad. And she spearheaded operational efforts to achieve some of the most sensitive foreign intelligence objectives abroad. And she has firsthand knowledge of targeting methodologies used in the recruitment of spies and extensive field experience and working with foreign liaisons to discover and apprehend terrorists uh, abroad. I'm not sure if you saw the number today, but uh, 263 people on the terrorist watch list, we believe now are in the U.S. Uh, as of this year because of Joe Biden. How are you? Welcome to the program, Brittany Butler. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, listen, this is the real deal. If you really want to know what it's like to be a female spy, uh, then you need to pick up the book, The Syndicate Spy. Uh, like, like you said, Sean, I spent nine years at the CIA hunting terrorists all over the Middle East, Iraq, Afghanistan, um, you know, you name it. And it's not like Hollywood portrays it. We have to be the smartest person in the room. I have, uh, three small sons and I, I received the best training at the CIA. And they'll never, they're never going to outsmart me. Um, and I'm a firm believer that thrillers are the best when the writer knows what the heck they're talking about. And I know characters and events, but it's based on what I experienced. 
Let's talk about some of the, the tougher things that you can talk about. I'm sure there's a lot you can't talk about. Uh, and maybe we can put it in, in novel form, but based on true stories uh, that you went through as a CIA operative like this and undercover. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, my last assignment was in Pakistan, Afghanistan Division at the Counterterrorism Center. And there we were, you know, we were charged with targeting the Taliban. We were charged with targeting al-Qaeda. And, um, you know, the withdrawal from Afghanistan had a tremendous impact on me as a former CIA targeting officer. And I think it had a, a huge impact on a lot of us that served in that conflict. And watching to see what happened um, with the Afghan people and um, Afghan women in particular was really heartbreaking for me. I feel like, um, you know, we had a duty to honor a lot of our alliances when we withdrew from that country. And, um, you know, or we're going to find ourselves in the same position we were in before 9-11. Um, again, this is my own opinion, having worked in this industry and having had experience in Afghanistan and Pakistan. But it was really important to me that I showcase a really strong, powerful Arab woman in my book, The Syndicate Spy, and a female intelligence officer, how we really are. We're not these sexual dominatrixes that Hollywood portrays us as, and our only meaning, um, our only use to intelligence operations is to wear fishnet stockings and a low-cut blouse. We actually use, you know, the same tactics and methodologies as our male counterparts to find and apprehend the terrorists. And I really wanted to showcase both a powerful Arab woman um, and uh, a female intelligence officer, because to be honest, I think we had a harder time in the Middle East, recruiting sources, um, debriefing detainees, because these Arab men, you know, a lot of them wouldn't even look me in the eye. And so I had to establish my authority right away when I walked in that room. And it was it was hard stuff. Well, I appreciate uh, your work for your country. I mean, it's admirable. Uh, you can get the book, by the way, The Syndicate Spy, uh, on Amazon.com, Hannity.com, and bookstores everywhere. Uh, Brittany Butler, we appreciate you being with us, and, and thanks for all you've done, and I hope people read this book. They're going to learn a lot about what uh, the real spy world is all about. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. It's been an honor. 800 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, John, North Carolina, Sean Hannity Show. What's up? Hey, Sean, I'm just a little concerned that we're losing track of the big picture, especially when it comes to the general consumer. The existing home sales data was touted as being really, really good the other day when it was really, really bad. If you take a look at the numbers, they're like, oh, it's up 14% over January. Well, January was one of the worst oh, January's on record. Well, prices are down now dramatically across the border around the country, and new construction has come to a screeching halt. Sale of pre-existing homes are, are negligible in most states. There are some states that are exceptions, like Texas, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, I know you're in North Carolina. You're doing, believe it or not, you're doing better than a lot of other states. Um, it's a very tough market right now. The South are doing well with, not better than inflation right now, but they're doing well with the average sales price. Existing well, the prices are at an 11-year low. Well, they're up 5% in the Midwest, and they're up 27 in the South, but they're down 4.5% in the Northeast and 56 in the West. So it's a tale of different sides of the market. Uh, I read this week home sales down 11 per, or home values down 11 percent and sales down dramatically. Sales were down 24 percent compared to last year, February. 
Yeah. And the, um, the thing that's really scary is that we have fewer than a million homes on the market across the country. Normally that number is north of 2 to 2.2 million at this time of the year, but we've been in a inventory recession since 20 But John, let me ask you a question. If you have a 3% 30-year fixed rate mortgage, uh why would you give that up and start paying us a, a 7.7.5% 30-year fixed rate mortgage cuz it adds thousands of dollars to your monthly payment? Why would you ever give it up? Well, because people are moving from New York to if Florida. Only, only if they have to. Stop. Yeah, but Flo- I can tell you Florida's real estate market, it's taken a slight hit compared. It's not as hot as it was, but they have nearly a thousand people moving into the state of Florida every day. The most reasons that people move, the, the reason why most people move, I should say, is marriage or divorce, death of a loved one, or a job transfer. And I'll tell you why other people are moving Choice. They, to get away from high taxes, burdensome regulation, you know, draconian lockdowns. Uh, they want warmer weather and uh, they want a better way of life. And that's why states like Florida, Texas, the Carolinas, Tennessee uh, are doing so much better than the rest of the country. I think it's just important that people dig into these reports and not just buy the headlines because we are in an area where we're going to see probably a million fewer homes sold this year than last year. And that has a ripple effect. Has right. a ripple effect with retail sales, furniture sales, uh, everything, electronics. And those are some of the things that are going to get hit hard and hit fast. And the same thing is true. Uh, last year, we had a 13-month supply of new homes. Well, that's never good because that means that those things are going to sit, they're going to sell for less, and it's just when the recession started in 2008, 2009, it was actually a housing recession that started in 2006. We right. peak peak units in 2005, peak sales price in 2006. Well, I appreciate your call. Look, a lot of people are struggling. And for you know what the sad part is? For most people, their home is their biggest investment. That is their retirement plan, the biggest part of their retirement plan. Anyway, appreciate the call, my friend. When the world gives you insanity, he gives you common sense solutions. This country needs a course correction immediately. Find your station at Hannity.com and listen three hours a day. All right, these are very tough economic times. you got to look for every way you can save money. One way, a huge way, is with your cell phone bill. And all you have to do is make the switch to Pure Talk. And here's the beauty of it all. You don't sacrifice service and you save a fortune. Uh, Because Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company with the best customer service, they use the exact same 5G network, the exact same cell towers as AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. The same exact ones for, you know, half off. How great is that? Anyway, you never have a contract to sign. You have a 100% money back guarantee. Now, a lot of these big companies will say, we'll give you a free phone. Well, that is a trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every month. You'll more than pay for that phone like 10 times over. Now, if you want a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk, you can get one. 
Just add 12 bucks a month at 0% interest. Uh, again, no contract to sign and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Now you get incredibly blazing fast 5G service. You get unlimited talk, unlimited text. It's only 30 bucks a month. 100% money back guarantee. No contract to sign. To make the switch, it's very, very simple and easy. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. Pound 250 keyword save now. And you start saving money immediately. Pure Talk is just simply smarter wireless. Um, anyway, look, we're wrapping things up for today. I want to remind everybody, programming big note. There's not really much to talk about, right, Linda? I had my interview with President Trump on Monday at Mar-a-Lago. What do you think? A lot to talk about, little to talk about. What do you think? I mean, you know, Mr. Trump is not a man of few words, and neither are you. I think you need about four shows to get it all in. <laughs> we could probably knock out the whole week, and I can just do radio for the week. Absolutely. And just uh, talk about it. Anyway, for the full hour, we will have uh, former President Trump. A lot to talk about, obviously, uh, with the president. We'll get to all of it and so much more. Uh, but that'll happen Monday night, 9 p.m. As always, set your DVR, Fox News. Anyway, that's going to wrap things up for us this week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making the show possible. And we'll see you on Monday with President Trump for the full hour. Have a great weekend. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.